Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Sammy boy, how are you? Big old champion. How you going, buddy? How you going, champion? Big fella. How are you? Yeah, really good, actually. Really, I actually have a cold sore. I don't even know why I'm telling everyone that. You're in Sydney. I'm, no, I, I'm, I'm in Sydney, but I have a cold sore. I'm literally so embarrassing, man. They suck. They just suck so much. I haven't seen you in two weeks, and your big news is that you got a cold sore. Yeah, well, I've been working. I think it's just all that bloody, you know, just the, the hustle and the grind up here. It's been, it's been immense. Just absolutely buried and snowed in under by the waves and, and workload. Beautiful. And you're on Bronte Beach. At uh, Bronte Beach in really Sydney, nice yeah. So, I don't know. Have we done a... We, we Last week we did the um, minis and I was up in Sydney. Yeah, we were. But I just like... I, I, I still like... We, we're all back in Melbourne. You didn't really make it like a work trip. You made it like a U trip. So like I'm just trying to soak oh, it up a little good. bit. I thought you needed some space back there at the studio. So I thought I'd spread my wings up here and just go and visit some old friends and get some work done. But... um. It has been beautiful. It's sort of a little, it's a trip. It's a work trip. It's working from up here, but also a little bit of a honeymoon with, with, um, with the tofu as well. So it's been, it's been really nice. We, I don't know if anyone, I'm sure some people have, you know, traveled a lot in Sydney, but we went up to North Sydney last week and went to a restaurant called Burt's, which is in a, in a town called Newport, North of Sydney. It is like one of the most beautiful towns. It's probably an hour North of Sydney. It's not many kilometers, but because the roads are so cooked up here, it just takes ages to get out there. And this place is like unbelievable how good these restaurants are like they're they're unbelievable there's a a group up here called Merivale and they run like all the restaurants up here they've got like Toddy's uh the Paddington Fred's Burt's Mimi's they've just got like literally 400 restaurants they've actually got a few in Melbourne now too I think they bought the Lawn Hotel and they've got Coda as well if anyone's been to the restaurant Coda in Lawn and you you like your food check that out but the, the food up here they honestly I don't think anyone does it as good as them what was the place called again, quickly? Burt's. 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 Yeah. What kind of food was that? What kind of food? Well, they've got so many different restaurants. They all catered to different things. But this one was, it was sort of like nice. Not, I wouldn't say fine dining, but it was quite, I might even say, it's like just under fine dining, I think. Still quite like casual, but very nice. We had some oysters. We had fish, eggplant stuff. Yeah, just, just heaps of stuff, really. It was just all sharing plates, but it was absolutely beautiful. Just living the high life up there, are you? No, 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 no. Plenty, just a lot of business. A lot of business, Sam. A lot of work going on here. What about you? What's happening back at the studio? Working, working like a dog. You know, we've got, uh, we got about four podcasts on the go. We've got a studio being built, which I'm, which I'm overseeing as the project manager. Um, a lot of tradie talk, which you know I'm good at. Uh, a lot of, you know, banter. That's... That's um, not true. I actually am project managing that build. And the reason I can project manage that build is the fact that when I was playing uh, football in my old career, uh, you get forced to like sort of do study. And for six years, I did a study, uh, a study course um, and I have my cert for and diploma in building and construction. Now, that's meant to wow. take 12 months. It took me about six years to get done and I genuinely could not remember one thing from it. The only thing I can remember is PPE, which is protective something equipment. And that means, you know, wear your goggles, wear your gloves and be safe. So as long as you're being safe down there, that's all I can ask. So you could still be like the OH&S person maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But how's the, how's the studio build? Fill us in on, on that because uh, the, the crew might not know. We, we decided to um, very, very swiftly build a new studio because we just want something a little bit um, 
easier. We had this open space loft and we got people coming in and working and also recording. So it wasn't ideal when people are coming into work and record that have to stop working. So we're like, bloody hell, bugger this. Let's start a studio that we can, you know, close off, soundproof it up and we can work and record at the same time. It, it actually will be very, very cool. It's about four by four meters completely enclosed it'll have a nice window it'll have carpet soundproofing it'll be its own little universe in there which will be great not claustrophobic though because i know you don't like to be claustrophobic but it's going to be very good it's going to be state-of-the-art and hopefully it's you know it's going to be one of the best kind of podcast studios in melbourne so very exciting yeah can't wait to see it kind of progress yeah i'm so excited it was um a very quick decision but i'm happy Happy with the one that we made to, to get it done. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. Can't wait. Anyway, otherwise, we've kept humming along with Bromley Lynch, my uh, my third favorite, nah, first pa- favorite, nah, second favorite podcast. But yeah, they can and be first, see, little baby. Yeah, yeah. The other ones are my little babies too. But we, at the start of every episode, as you know, we call someone and we ask them a question that's kind of meaningful and it might be, you know, nice to hear someone's answer, even if they're a stranger. And this week we called someone up and asked them, if you went back to school today, what would be the class you'd love to do, you know, as an adult now? It's a good question. Such a good question. I just, I wish like, and I'm not saying this in a way of, um, like trying to be cool or anything, but like I just didn't give my all at school, and I really regret that. I really regret it looking back now. But the one thing it did teach me was like how to just really relationship build, network your way around the school, work out the <laughs> teachers that you can get away with things, work out the ones you can't, work out who's good for this homework, work out who's good for that homework. And that's terrible advice to give to the younger generation. It really is. But I've genuinely used those skills a lot in life um, going forward now. But yeah, I do really regret not trying hard because the one thing it does do and the one thing homework does and the one thing that like study does when you're in school and if you're really good at, you know, you can get a good ATAR and, you know, try your absolute best. It teaches you routine and it teaches you to like when you want to learn something, it teaches you how to learn that. And I really struggled when I was like coming out of school going like, how the fuck do I learn something? I'm not good at studying. I'm not good at like researching. It's not really my way of doing things. I'm more of a, I think it's called like a kinesthetic learner. I like to just watch. I want to go to someone and be like, all right, show me how to do something, then I'll watch you and then I'll be able to do it. That's my way of learning. But what I'm getting to with this is just, you know, Tofu Princess, my partner, she got like a 99 inch score. One of the most intelligent people you've ever met. She studies so hard and when she wants to learn something, she's very good at just like putting all her energy into like studying, researching and writing. But it is funny how we all learn, isn't it, Sammy? And I don't think I answered your question, but um, that was my one bit. Oh, the class? You want to know the class? <laughs> this is why I wasn't good at school because I just got off I topic do, I do. a lot. I love the speech though. The, the class I would definitely do and I think if you are really good at this and you want to get into the field of work that probably we're in and you know the the world's going down this content creation path um, with social media and like I really would have done a lot more I would have stuck with the computer class I can't remember what it was called now what what was that class called IT. IT that was the one I would have stuck with IT I remember back in the day we actually made a video where we edited like did one of those visions where we'll like kicking footies like over the school like running and pretend we're catching them or like throwing the basketball in from like everywhere like pretending it was going in and I was like that was so cool but then I sort of dropped it and I just wish I'd I kept up with it because now um, I'd be able to edit and, and know my way on a, a computer a lot later I had to teach myself that as a you know 29 year old I think you're actually thinking of media media not IT yeah. I thought because I thought you were about to go down like the computer no I don't want to code IT, I don't want to actually describing media no I don't want to code anything not that but that, that's a good class as well I mean media yeah media that one Beautiful. And what what else has been going on in your mind this week? 
What kind of music have you been consuming? What kind of vibes have you been on? Sam, I've been staying in this um, beautiful apartment in, in Bronte and the person, uh, there's a, you know, a rental uh, Airbnb type setup and the amazing, incredible person that has this house, firstly, it's just incredible. Secondly, they have a, a vinyl record player and they have an incredible Uh-oh. collection of vinyl. So I've just been making my way through just some of... It, it's it's honestly like an incredible collection and it's made me really realize something with vinyl. And again, this is so obvious, but it's not so much like buying your favorite albums on vinyl. It's more buying really good vinyl albums. And that's probably where I've gone wrong or can improve with my vinyl collection. It's not so much going, I love every song on that. Let's listen to that. You know, I could listen to it on Spotify. It's more going like, let's get some classic, classic albums and listen to them on vinyl. And it just sounds unbelievable. What's one that you've listened to that's been off chops? Let me, I'm just going to quickly go get a couple. One sec. Like these are, some of these are things that like I've really honestly never heard of and they're more like just jazz and soundtracks and stuff. One's called Ali Farka Toure and Tamani Diabete, which has been a real, real, mm. real vibe. Lee Fields, Emma June. It's got like a heap of Bob Dylan, heap of the Beatles, heap of the Cure, the Cure, you know, the Cure. Um, That, that one's been awesome. Uh, it's got the Cranberries. Yeah, it's been sick. So I really, really enjoyed just listening to some cool shit, isn't it? That's cool. Because a lot of people, they get... You know, too bogged down with like on-demand yeah. stuff. What do I want to listen to? It's like getting fed stuff. Great. Oh, That's awesome. I, I, I like the fact that you're doing that. And it's it's things that I'd never get as well. Like it's things that I would never go and, and pick at the store. So like you can just go to someone's record collection. And what I've been sort of trying to do is literally if I haven't ever really heard of the artist, I'm like, yeah, I'll chuck that on and see what it is. That's beautiful. I actually really, I, I respect that. I love I it. I respect you. I have been listening to a lot of Kanye. Yeah. See, I was never, I was never a big Kanye man, which is why I feel like I've been listening to him lately. But I was watching that the documentary Genius. I think we might have spoken about it already. Mm. But there's this, there was that scene where the, at the listening party at Madison Square Garden, and you got Kid Cudi there, and you got Big Sean, and they're all just like really vibing on Kanye's Life of Pablo album, and it's really had a lasting effect on me. And it got me thinking about how powerful like documentaries are these days, and like changing the public image around someone. Like Michael Jordan and stuff like that. Do you ever do you ever feel like those are really big at the moment? Definitely. No, I love I love documentaries. It's probably one of my favorite things to watch. But I think one thing I've been massive on of late, and this is when watching those things, and probably wasn't something I had a lot of idea of like early days. But someone once said, like, there's three sides to every story, right? There's one person's side, there's the other person's side, then the truth somewhere in the middle. And I think that is like really applicable when it comes to like documentaries and even podcasts, for example, that we listen to. And it's crazy because like you'll watch something and it'll be perceived in a certain way. And then you'll watch another documentary that tells it from the other side of the story. And you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that that was there either. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like really interesting how good these documentaries are to make you feel a certain way about something. But then you see something else and it can make you feel a total different way once you have more context. It's uh, it, it's definitely a, a factor in a lot of things, that's for sure. But yeah, you just got to go into things with open mind and know that it's not always you know, fact what you're watching and listening to. Have you listened to any podcasts recently? Because we're podcasters. I just want to know. I haven't listened to any new ones recently. Like I've still just been sticking with the diary of the CEO. Um, I've been, I listened to one that on on an upcoming guest that I'm super excited about and actually listened to his podcast a fair bit. It's called Life and Crime with Gary Jubilant. 
Um, it's an Australian crime podcast. Gary Jubilant, who used to be a, a police officer, um, he worked on some incredible cases, one famously being the William Tyrrell case as well, which is, you know, one of the most famous sort of, you know, stories in Australian crime. He worked on that. He's been an investigator, which he interviews like other police officers and, and other people that have worked in law enforcement, which is, yeah, I, I, for some reason, I just really, really love that content being taken behind the scenes into those sort of things so i'm so excited to to get him on the podcast actually doing a podcast with him next week which i'm really excited about which one's coming soon that's in sydney which actually brings me i'm going to give one more tip i know we're just talking about series and stuff then and i've been blasted on this in the past but the place i'm staying at is like one of those really cool tvs where you can like just literally flick through like netflix stan and like it's just got everything and i smart yeah it's a smart tv somehow i stumbled across like seven plus which is weird because i do not watch television like genuinely i don't watch any like of those shows on seven nine and ten i don't have them like on my tv at home because we don't have like an antenna so we just use the wi-fi and use you know netflix and everything like that but i've been watching this show called police strike force and it is unreal man it's like this show of like australian swat police and they're like targeting all these you know like gangsters and everything just around like australia which is really cool takes you behind the scenes pretty cool I sort of think they're using it nearly as like a scare tactic as well because I was watching it going, oh my God, like I don't ever want to even jaywalk anymore, you know, like let alone anything else. Like it was full on. I was like, far out. This is this is hectic, but it was good. It was really good. And on that as well, one show that I would I really enjoy too, I must admit, is um, that I've been watching on catch up on that too, is like that uh, SAS show. It's That's got to be the best show on television. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. I think. Let's move on yeah. to... There's the hotline. Yeah, that's it, Dylan Friends Hotline. We're living it up. Make sure you leave your questions, comments, anything you want to know on the show. We want you on it. Illy fam, love you. Woo! The hotline. Man, we had some ripping calls from the hotline last week. We spoke about birthday presents. Fair to say there's been some incredible, incredibly bad birthday presents. Like, this was bomb. We, we won't be able to get through all of them. There was actually legit, I reckon, like, 20 or 30 nearly applicants for these birthday ones and um, yeah unbelievable so I'll play play one now Hey Dill and Sam boys this is my worst present ever I was 16 prime time I needed a phone like everyone had a phone I was sure I had been such a good daughter doing everything right I was ready to have this um, first flip phone handed to me by my parents. I was pretty keen. I told everyone um, I was ready to get on the, the phone train. And I also nice. wanted to get my room painted. I've been begging and begging for a, a nice bright blue. God knows why. And I am 99% sure my entire family forgot my birthday, for one. Uh, oh, it's a no. weekend, so maybe they got caught up with something else. Um, so there was nothing for me in the morning. That's okay. Went to school. Was still really keen, telling everyone I was going to come home and, and see the phone. Uh, and I came home. Oh, no. Uh, there was no phone. I couldn't contact my friends via mobile. What I did have, though, was a... Uh, a paint roller oh. and a paint tray. <laughs> not the paint for my room, not like a voucher, not any new <laughs> furniture, but a 16-year-old girl 
was given a paint roller and uh, a paint tray with no paint. So happy birthday to me. Uh, yeah, I hope everyone else's birthday is better than that. Oh my god, how good is that? That's unreal. One of the best birthday presents you get home, you think you're getting a phone, you go to school, you tell everyone you're going to text them when you get home, you got your new phone, it's probably the Quicksilver or Roxy Nokia 3315 you rock up with, you're going to be playing Snake on it, you're literally dreaming all day, you get home, you got a paint uh, roller and not even any paint to paint your room. That is unbelievable. We've got another one here. Hey guys, my name's Oliver. Worst gift I ever received. I'm a paramedic student, and last year I got a, I'm out of breath, got a present from my grandparent um, with a whole lot of pharmacy books, and obviously I'm not studying pharmacy, but they got the peas mixed up, and yeah, I didn't want to act rude, so I was very thankful, but yeah, not really helpful. Billy fam, hope you're doing well. Oh, mate, that is so good, grandparent. I've literally just thought of something... Very much like that. When I was, I reckon, oh man, I reckon when I was like 13. So what, like you're in nearly year seven in, when you're 13? Yes, I reckon. Yeah. Let's go yeah. with that. So I think I was 13 and I was at my nan's place, you know, my, my late nan, beautiful Phyllis, my dad's mum. And she was just the absolute best, you know, lady ever. Absolutely loved her. Made some incredible pasties and great um, veggie soup too. And she was a little bit mm. like she was quite old at, at the time and I remember you know we lived in Melbourne she lived in Kyrton and we'd come down and we used to stay with her on the weekends anyway long story short I get there it's like my 13th birthday I'm heading into year 7 and she made me a she used to be really good at knitting and she'd knit everything and she knitted me she knitted me a massive massive knitting of a human figure there was a character <laughs> and that character goes by the name of Bob the Builder Oh, wow. In year seven. In year seven. So, the the thought of the gift was unbelievable. I, I was so happy with it. But just the timing was like probably at least six years too late for Bob, the builder, to be bringing that to school in year seven. Just putting all the pieces together of what I've learned about you from different ages, from, you know, family and whatnot, you would have been very torn between mama's boy deal and cool guy at school deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Just back to Oliver quickly. He got these pharmaceutical books. I reckon just tuck in to those. Just tuck mm. into them. You're going to learn something really new and you can surprise your friends with some knowledge about pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals, very interesting. Um, love that. And I will go and might even get my own books and have a read. So, love that. Thank you, IlyXX. A couple more here. Thank you. Hey, this is David. Uh, back in the day... My godmother used to work at Johnson & Johnson. And for my birthday, when I was eight years old, she got me toilet paper. Oh, man, it was the best. <laughs> Have a good time, guys. Great podcast. <laughs> Thank you, David. I, don't, I honestly don't even know what to say to that. What would, you, what would you say? Is that a joke? There's no way. Put yourself in the situation. You've just got toilet paper. I reckon you're thinking... This is some kind of passive attack on you that maybe you don't fill up the toilet paper or something because I can't wrap my head around why someone mm. would buy you that. Did you ever do that thing at school when you'd get the toilet paper, wet it and just throw it at the roof? Because <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. Illy David. This one's a nice one, Sammy. This To finish, this is what we love in the community, getting good, thoughtful gifts. Love it. Hey, Bill. In one of your last mini episodes, you asked what are some of the best birthday presents you've ever received. Um, now, I have an absolute cracker one here. 
for my 18th birthday, my next door neighbour gifted me a quilt that she had made. It's about the size of a queen bed and it took her four years to make this. Four years. And she handmade the whole thing. So she gave me this on my 18th birthday and some of the patches she's incorporated into it are pieces of fabric from my late grandmother who died when I was four. So um, there's, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful present um, that brought me to tears. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's just so incredible. And it's got a piece of my grandmother in there and her fabrics. So I just thought I would ring and share a beautiful story with you. That's a bloody beautiful gift. That is so, so thoughtful. And imagine the love that goes in four years. Four years. I love thoughtful people. I want to be more thoughtful. I try to, but it's it's... I'm not saying, like, probably doesn't come natural, you know, sometimes to do that, but you have to, you have to do it, you know, it's nice. I think it's harder and harder these days to be thoughtful for other people, just with all the distractions and all the craziness of technology these days, I genuinely think it's really hard to be thoughtful. Oh, mate, I've got a, have you got one, I think everyone's got one of those friends that is just too nice, you know, those friends that is too... Creepy nice? No, not creepy nice, just not, just too good and just always happy to do things and just always wants to help and always wants to do that. And it makes you feel like a bad person because you're like, fuck, I don't want to help right now. I'm really tired and have other things that I need to do. But then there's just that one friend that's just always there and you're like, oh my God, you know those? I want to be like that person. That person's beautiful. You can be that person if you want to be. No, I can't. I can't, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot on. No, no, I do try and be thoughtful. We, we all try and be thoughtful here. Why don't the next question for the next caller be, what's the most thoughtful thing someone's done for you lately? Yeah, or have you ever experienced a random act of kindness to you? Yes. Beautiful. I really like that. And give us details. Yeah, give us details. Yeah, give us awesome. details and let us know how it made you feel and, you know, why it was so special because... Let's bring that into the universe. Yeah, it's nice. I need to do this. I need to do this as well. We should do something too. We should try and do something like that. It's nice. Yeah, we Sends will. Us some we good will. vibes. Let's 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 build off this week, and we'll do something on the on the. We'll think this week about something, and we'll get some answers, and we'll build off it next week. Yeah, love that. All right, make sure you call in the hotline. Then we'll get the number again. The number is o three nine zero two one o six two five ilexx. Give that one a call. The early XX is not included in the numbers, just as an FYI. Hey, last thing, so you know we have a competition running at the moment too with Budgie Smuggler. This is, if I was anyone, this would be the most exciting comp of the year. You can literally win a whole custom set of budgies for your whole sporting team. Budgie That's- Smugglers or um, Smuglets, and you can, yeah, like deck out your whole club, custom... Uh, design with your logos, everything you want for your whole team. You've got to sign up. The link will be in the show notes as well. It's also on my Instagram page at Dylan Friends. Imagine everyone rocking up in their budgies. How fun would that oh, be? Oh, it's an absolute... It is a super tone setter. And even when you're playing your sport, you're all just connected, you know, showers after the game. It's good fun. It's just good fun. Well, that's, this has been great. So thanks for catching up. I know you're busy. Well, this is... Be- so, sorry, are you doing the outros now? Is that... Is, oh, yeah. You want to take the outros over? I was going to try. Yeah, no, you did good. Keep going. Well, welcome back to Dylan Friends. <laughs> well, okay. All right, in saying that, Sammy, that's all we have time for today. Um, it's been great to, cra- uh, to chat, great to catch up. See, I'll be back next week doing some recordings in, in Sydney and um, looking forward to seeing everyone back there, sending my love. But uh, for now, I've got to spread my wings up here. 
but I'll be back soon. I love you all. And join the Discord group. Billy. <laughs> <laughs>